Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then, the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Yeah, there he is. Go ahead, Bob. Pull up a chair. Get your microphone. Let's do a uh, radio show for uh, for our friends today here. Hi. Oh, uh, my body's so sore, man. Sore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sore. Yeah. It happened. It happened. I played basketball. I did oh. it. I, I went to the YMCA and I played basketball. Wow. I've been talking about this. Uh, has it been years on the show? Uh, yeah. I feel like it's been years on the show. Yeah, you, you've been talking about it for a long time. Like I have a membership to the uh, to the local YMCA near me, right? And um, there's adult basketball there every weekday, and I always I always threaten on going. It's pretty much an inside joke between me and you. Like off the air, I always tell you, but like, man, I got to get out of here today. Got to go play basketball, and you're like, you're not gonna go play basketball, right? And I right. never do. Uh, I did. I I did. I finally went after years and years of threatening to go play. Middle-aged man, YMCA basketball, I finally did it. It's like the first time I played basketball in three years. And listen, there's a couple of reasons. This sounds like it's not a big deal, but it was such a big deal for me. I am socially awkward. Yeah, Mike doesn't really like going places alone. No. If I'm with someone else, I'm fine. But I don't like doing things on my own. I don't know why. I'm not like afraid I'm going to get kidnapped or anything. Like I, I just don't know why. I don't like doing things alone. And I'm no good at basketball, so I'm no help. Right. I mean, a lot of times I can get you to ride with me. You know, different places. We we got to do stuff. You know, like I'm especially blind. if it's work related. Me and you are going together, right? I'm blind so, in one eye, so no depth perception. Basketball, not my thing. What if though? And I can't jump. What if? <laughs> And you're and believe it or not, and you're over 350 pounds. So believe you know. it or not, I can't jump. What if though, you being legally blind in one eye gave you some sort of amazing like Steph Curry shooting ability, <laughs> where as soon as you walk in the gym, that's when your range starts. Just lock and in. Like, like the but the only drawback though is you're you're huge. <laughs> So running up and down the court, not going to be your strong suit. No, no, yeah. Jumping also not going to be your strong suit. Uh -uh. But I'm telling you, You though. You find me, though. If you find me on that court, I'm trouble. If you're legally blind in one eye, though, what if your good eye is just like laser focus (laughs) on the basket and you can just drain three-pointers and everything like an NBA player? I mean, Steph Curry range, man. Eh, maybe you should come play with me, man. Maybe you should come play with me. Who knows? Like, listen, you wouldn't even have to run that much. You could just stay at half court. Well, so you you're guard- always in a neutral zone. Don't you have to guard somebody? Listen, that's... If we're on the same team, I'll cover your man for you, too. I'll cover two people. I'll try, you know? The other four people on your team can try to pick up your slack. It doesn't matter, though, because you have range uh, from anywhere. Because what? you're legally blind in one eye. What's the uh, what's the age range of guys that are playing? It's like this? it's a it's a big range. I would say maybe the youngest is like college kids. 
Like there's probably a couple college kids. Uh, and then there's like uh like older guys probably I mean anybody 50, 60s. Yeah, anybody over like 40, yeah. 45 is dangerous out there. Like they're like dangerous it. shooting or no. dangerous playing or dangerous like you're gonna get caught with an elbow and yeah all around like they're not it's not a yeah. game for them like it, this is like prison rules no 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 let me tell you something though this is gonna be really weird too I had to cover a guy and here's the thing this is my first time playing basketball in like three years so I kind of warned everybody and that was another reason I was nervous to go play because I'm I'm like NBA height I'm six foot nine I'm 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 like as tall as LeBron James. So people automatically think like, oh, here's this guy. Right. You're going to be good at basketball. Right. And I'm really not. So then you got to deal with that. Like, oh, uh, well, they're going to they're gonna talk crap about me after the game when they realize that I'm not, I'm not good at basketball despite being gifted with height. Right? Uh, and I played horrible. So I go there for the first time, play basketball, middle-aged man, YMCA ball, right? I'm excited. I did it. Yay. Scored one basket the entire time. Oh, was man. probably there for two hours. One basket the whole time. Horrible. And I got destroyed specifically by one man who was wearing a t-shirt with a basketball jersey over it. Dangerous. I don't know if it was like a high school or college. You show up with that on? Yep. Dangerous. And you know who it was? ESPN Steeler beat reporter Jeremy Fowler. He completely destroyed me. I'm not even joking. Jeremy Fowler completely, <laughs> utterly destroyed me in basketball. Like, I knew it was coming, too. Dude shows up with a jersey. Because he had a jersey on. Like, was it like a pro jersey? Like somebody, like no, a it was No, like... no, no. It was like a high school or college jersey. It was like a practice jersey. <laughs> Dangerous. I mean, I knew I was in for it as soon as I saw that jersey. I'm like, like this guy's not messing around. Jeremy made, Fowler ain't messing around. Jeremy that, Fowler! He made that choice, like, I got to bring my jersey because I know once this jersey goes on, Dude, it is game time. The first time I go play middle-aged man YMCA basketball, I get my ass kicked by Jeremy Fowler! <laughs> How random is that? That's what I got. I got to bring you in, man. You got to be my ringer. I'm telling you, your one good eye Dangerous. has, like, Pow. robot powers, Locked man. I, we're going to play basketball today <laughs> after the show. You know what you can't let me do, man? Hmm. You can't let me uh, go fantasy football or NCAA tournament bracket on you with me playing basketball at the YMCA. Okay? What do you mean? Well, because I figure, like, now that I have gone to play basketball with other uh, middle-aged men, yeah, I feel like every time I play, I'm going to come in the next morning and be like, Bob, man, I scored 15 points today, or I did real good, or I played with this guy, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't let me, because that's just as annoying as people telling you about their tournament bracket or their fantasy football team, right? Telling you about, like... How they did in pickup basketball at the YMCA, it's horrible. Now I have another question. Or we could just embrace it and we can get, like, imaging done to where it's like, here's what Mikey did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get a full, like, ESPN-like rundown. Did you change there? Like, were you locker no, up? No, no, no. So there was no, no like, showering no or anything? No chance of showering. No okay. chance of showering. I was showering. just checking. No. I didn't know. No, I live, like, right around the corner for the YMCA. So but I that's got... A, that's a scary thing about like gyms and stuff like that right yeah especially old guys yeah remember our buddy uh jd green who uh, does like the afternoon show on big 1047 the country station right yeah uh jd green 
he used to tell us all about how he would play uh, basketball at the YMCA, and we, you asked him the same thing. Might be a thing with you and the YMCA's there, Bob. I just know there's naked guys that roam around. But you would ask him, he'd be like, so after the game, you just go shower with other other guys, right? He's like, well, yeah, it's not all the time. Sometimes I'm the only one in the shower. And then, like, every day, he would come in to do a show, and we'd be like, how many... uh how many naked guys you shower with? <laughs> What's the count? We got to ask JD if he still plays basketball and see if we can uh, just harass him with how many naked guys you showered with. No, but no, I don't uh, shower. But you can't let me get into the dangerous territory of me turning it into my fantasy uh, football team where I tell you all about it every time I play. I understand your excitement, but I'll, I'll, I'm just happy I'll, I went once, man. I'll keep I'm in just, chest. Listen, I'm just happy I went once. Uh, Dylan tweets here, unfortunately, today feels like Friday to me. Oh, God, it's only Wednesday. Whoa, whoa, time here. I was going to say I need some bump and grind, but I'm really craving the burger song. All right, well, we'll start with this here. Hamburger, 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 cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. It's going to become a staple on the show, man, I'm telling you. Big Mac, Whopper, 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 hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, Big Mac, Whopper, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac, Big Mac. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. I tell you, there it is. That's Bob's. That's Bob's theme song. Theme song. You know what I want you to do with that that burger song? By the way, for those who weren't listening to the show last week, I believe somebody asked us what our theme music would be if me and Bob had theme music, and that's what Bob picked. That random burger song. I feel like at any point during the show, Bob, if you are just feeling it, if you if you maybe like say a funny line or contribute something that I'm laughing at, you know, during a, maybe a story we're covering, maybe if we're doing a Florida store and you got me cracking up or something mm-hmm. like that, you got to just stop everything and just tell me, hit my music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at any point in the show, when I feel like I deserve it, if you feel like you deserve it, if you feel like, you know what, man, pff, I just contributed to the show in such a big way. You tell me, hit my music. I'll give you this. Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. <laughs> you know? Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. Big Mac, Whopper. Big Mac, Big Mac. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the uh, morning freak show. We always like to make fun of the news when they see a couple of videos like on YouTube uh, different things that teens might be doing, and then all of a sudden it's the next challenge, right? Yeah. Tide Pod Challenge. Sure. Or, okay, they got another one. And later, don't go to bed before you see this one. The Deodorant Challenge. Oh, Have you heard of it? Whoa. You might want to. It's leaving children with holes in their arms. Whoa! <laughs> deodorant Challenge. Alright, so we'll cover Deodorant Challenge, leaving kids with holes in their arms today on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mikey and Bob, 96 on Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. You got shorts on today? Yeah. yeah there yeah. you go. Show them legs. Oh, yeah. Hi, today, 82 degrees and sunny. Nice day today. Nice, warm, hot day today. Chance of some scattered showers uh, later tonight, though. 
Uh, Brooke tweeted us. I was listening to uh, you guys read Penguin's Facebook comments on yesterday's show. You guys had me laughing so hard. People around me definitely think I'm insane. I actually started reading some last night and couldn't stop laughing. This was a personal favorite. Oh, wait, hold on. Did Brooke actually go into the Penguins' Facebook comments after they were eliminated by the Capitals? Just digging in. All right, listen, I didn't think we were going to do this today, but let's get a special oh one here. Here we go. Whoa. Just one. To a very Whoa. Deep, dark place on the internet. Yep. Everyone is a GM. Yep. Everyone is a coach. Yep. Everyone oh, yeah. is going to get traded. Everything, Everything sucks. sucks. It's time for Penguins' Facebook comments. Now, this is just a special one. This is just a one-off because Brooke tweeted us that she was listening to Penguin's Facebook comments on the show and then decided to <laughs> do her own exploring <laughs> and found one herself. She tweeted, this was a personal favorite of mine. It was totally normal until they brought up the nutting line. Uh, it goes like this. Okay. I don't know who this was because they cut the name out. They blurred the name out, right? Penguin's Facebook comment, this is not a flurry and murray discussion. They are both awesome. All right, off to a good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They supposedly let Flurry go because of his big salary. Oh, boy. You'd think they would have been able to sign a few other players back, like Bonino, Kunitz, and Daly. Oh, boy. <laughs> Instead, they got cheap and relied on the call-ups too much. <laughs> they did a nutting. Wow. Penguins. I mean, they did a nutting. A nutting? <laughs> they did a nutting? Uh, let me tell you, the Penguins are the exact opposite of what the Pirates do and how they run their business. Yeah, that one seems the, a bit much. The Penguins push it to the <laughs> limit and spend to the cap when they know they got a chance. They you did know? a nutting! Uh, there is no way they tried to save money this year, and there is no way that they relied on the call-ups too much because they got too cheap, and there is no way. You can look at what the Penguins did this year and said they did a nutting. Uh, yeah, so if you missed uh, Penguins' Facebook comments yesterday on the show, of course, they were eliminated by the Capitals. Uh, a lot of people just complete meltdowns. You can uh, see it at 961kiss.com on the Mikey and Bob page, or just look up... Uh, Mikey and Bob on uh, on YouTube for that. Um, I would I would say probably my favorite one of yesterday was probably the meat one. Hold on, this was the uh, this was my favorite one I think from yesterday's show. Let's go with Ray T here. Penguins Facebook comments after they get eliminated by the Capitals. What happened to the Pens? You're starving. You light the grill. What? Prepare the steak, and you can taste it while it sizzles to delightful bliss. Oh. You're motivated to grill the perfect steak. This guy's barbecuing? Your hunger pushes you forward <laughs> as you dream of that first bite of steak. Okay. Not after your belly is full. Get out another steak and see how motivated you are to season it, grill it, and eat it. Okay. Hunger is a driving force, but when your belly is full, the only thing you're motivated to do is nap. What just happened <laughs> Did Ray T in the Penguins Facebook comment section just compare back-to-back -back cups and going for a third as eating multiple steaks and no longer being hungry anymore? You have two cups in your belly. What was that? Where did that come from, right? <laughs>
<laughs> that was probably my favorite one from uh, from yesterday's uh, yeah. show. Yeah. Is it is it today? Is today where they do locker cleanout day and everything? Like yeah, that? yeah, today's the day. All right, so the Penguins will uh, do that later today. And if they post anything on their Facebook page, you know we're gonna have another round of Facebook comments. Maybe one more uh-huh. before the season's over. So right now, though, always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It is time to cover another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, Down to Florida we go. Had some people send us this one. This lady had uh, something in her ear. If you live in Florida, you've got one. You know, the stories we tell our out-of-state friends and relatives. This one about cockroaches. Well, a Central Florida woman has quite the story to tell. She apparently spent more than a week with a cockroach in her ear. Oh, my God. Oh, nope. dear. oh dear God. Nope. Over a week with a cockroach in her ear. Yikes. What sent oh. Katie Holly to the emergency room at 2 o'clock in the morning was a palmetto bug that not oh. only crawled into her ear while she was sleeping, oh. it got in there deep oh. and apparently hung on with all of its might. Oh. A doctor thought he pulled oh. out the bug in pieces, but oh. Katie says that the funny feeling wasn't going away. Oh. It felt like um, there was a piece of ice, oh. like, a, like an ice chip placed in my ear hole. Oh, God, it was a cockroach. Not ice. So then uh, she went to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. And it she... got so bad, and the doctor tried pulling it out kind of like piece by piece. Couldn't pull the full cockroach oh. out. Katie wrote about that experience online, which is probably why uh, you may have seen it. Oh, it blew up on Facebook, and it is so gross, it's hard to even read the story. Oh, gosh. Cockroach in her ear for over a week. Oh. They ended up getting it out piece by piece. Uh, I think, you know, we've done this on the show from time to time. Whenever there's just a story that we're just disgusted by or don't even really want to cover, uh, we like to bring this guy in. Uh, his name is Bishop Bullwinkle. He did a song years ago. He, you know, he's a bishop he's down south in one of the states down south, and he did a song called Hell to the Gnaw, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, whenever we discuss something like the story we just brought up, a woman in Florida with a cockroach in her ear for, what, like, a week, mm-hmm. we like to bring in the bishop. Come on now. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. to a Florida woman with a cockroach in her ear for a week. Florida making the show once again. Uh, The guy who uh, runs Disney, Bob Iger, told people on an earnings call um, that the next Avengers movie, right? Yeah. Kind of the second part to Avengers Infinity War that's coming out in May 2019 would have a significant conclusion, he said. So it won't be kind of like Avengers Infinity War. Like Avengers Infinity War is the first part of two parts of these Avengers Infinity War movies, right? Yeah. So he said it's going to have a significant conclusion, a.k.a. people are going to die for real. Oh, my God. 
Uh, and he said that there could be definitely more Avengers movies, that this isn't like... Hell yeah, there's the, going to be the more. The end of all Avengers movies with this one. Even though there's definitely probably going to be main Avengers characters that die in this next Avengers movies. That Bring doesn't mean like, well, that's it. Bring the Avengers new, movies no. are done. Bring in new friends. I mean, they have so many characters in the Marvel universe to populate with and just be like, you know what? He's an Avenger now. I mean, they did it with Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man's an Avenger now, and they just brought him out. He's been in, you know, he's had one movie, and he's been in, you know, sprinkled into a couple. It's just like, yep, he's an Avenger now. Yo, Disney gets all that Star Wars money. Disney crazy, gets all right? that Marvel money. Uh, so the next two Marvel movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, that comes out in July, and then Captain Marvel, March of uh, next year. Did you see uh, Thanos and Fortnite? I did. Uh, Fortnite, I did. of course, popular game. Everybody plays Fortnite. Uh, they came out with in like uh, a game mode with an Infinity Gauntlet in it, like Thanos has that big, you know, fist thing he has that yeah. kills everybody, right? Uh, so in like a crossover thing, they put Thanos from the Infinity War movie into the Fortnite game, but then Epic Games, who you know runs Fortnite. They had to scale back his powers because, uh, you know, gamers were complaining because Thanos was just destroying everybody. It was pretty much impossible. So you get dropped into the Fortnite game and you get the like Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And like I was watching videos of people playing online and stuff, and it, like Thanos just mowing people down. And it's like it wasn't even fun for people, so they had to come out with a statement saying like, okay, we scaled his powers back a little bit so you can still play Thanos mode. We went a little too over the top. Yeah, but they, you know, when it first came out, it was like, all right, we're playing with Thanos in Fortnite, and everyone's just like, well, unless we're Thanos, we're just going to die, and it's pointless to even play. So. Uh, they scaled back his power so you could still play with the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet as the uh, the game mode on <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, right now, time for Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest oh, Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show History. history. You have a bucket list, Bob? A bucket list? Yeah, the things you want to do before you die. I don't have a bucket list. No, Most people have really. a bucket list. Yeah. You have to be know. a certain age to where you kind of come up with a bucket list. This granny must have had a bucket list. Two years ago, there was this granny in Michigan. I think I I don't think you do what this granny did unless it's on your bucket list. A naked woman on the back of a motorcycle. Oh, my. A mm-hmm. naked granny on a motorcycle in Michigan. Okay, now that's somebody taking a video of naked granny on the back of a motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saying, Say hi. Did she throw it? A- you only live once, though. That's how granny started it. Did granny give us a naked YOLO? <laughs> she did. On the motorcycle? She did. Oh, did you hear what she said at first? Yeah. You only live once. I mean, that is a naked granny YOLO right there. When police finally caught up with the bike, <laughs> the woman was putting a jacket on, and the man told police that he was just giving her a ride home. Guy riding the motorcycle? Yeah. Just giving her a ride home. Tells you naked. Naked granny. What am I? I supposed to tell her no? How bone. Y'all only live once. But the self-described thrill seeker, huh. the lady, she did get a ticket for indecent exposure. L- listen, if a naked granny approaches you, you gotta tell granny hop on, right? Gotta let granny ride. I'd be more scared of what she would do if you said no. Where we so headed? You just got, yeah. Naked granny. Room for one more. <laughs> now boarding is what you gotta tell naked granny right there. Y'all only live once. <laughs> Like, is that lady going to die soon and just has a bucket list? And one of them's like naked motorcycle. And she just saw a guy. She's like, Find hey. Find a guy at the Harley. Can I get naked on this? <laughs> sure. 
pancakes just flapping in the wind, <laughs> smacking her in the face. What's the lesson we learned there? Just if a naked let granny, granny ride. <laughs> if a naked granny wants yeah. to ride, let granny ride. <laughs> the Thrival Music Festival. You know, things that's been going on for a few years at uh, Cary Furnaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's had like Wiz Khalifa, Logic, Panic at the Disco, some of the headliners over the years. Uh, no lineup announced yet for the 6th Annual Thrival Music Festival, but it's going to be uh, September 19th to 21st that weekend. But it's moving to uh, Highmark Stadium in Station Square. You think it'll do better there or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's a completely different setting, you know? Definitely is a different different feeling venue than Carrie Furness's yeah, is. Yeah. So it'll be uh, towards the end of September, Thrival Music Festival. Nobody announced yet, but it'll be at uh, Highmark Stadium, Station Square this year. Oh, my. Huh. Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Oh, oh, great. This is great. Oh, this is so good. It happened. It is happened. this the end of bad blood between Taylor and Katie? Whoa! Oh. Uh, Taylor Swift is kicking off her reputation uh, tour this week. Her first uh, show, University of Phoenix Stadium in Arizona. Taylor Swift put on her Instagram story, uh, Thank you, Katie, with hearts after Katy Perry oh sent her an actual olive branch. <laughs> Which symbolizes peace oh. and reconciliation. Oh my. The two have had <clears throat> bad blood in the past. <laughs> oh, it's the song. Uh, Taylor's song. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Taylor uh, put the olive branch on her Instagram story. So I just got to my dressing room and found this actual olive branch. This means so much to me. Oh, girls, oh, yes. Girl. Oh, girls, yes. Listen, we, yes. Lost, we lost Tupac and Biggie to the beef, and yes. we didn't need Taylor and Katie to be the next ones. Yes. So thanks, thankful that they, oh. it looks like this bad blood has come to an end. Oh, God. Every news that covers this is going to say, well, it looks like the bad blood has come. Ugh. Is the bad blood over? <laughs> uh, one person on Twitter claims that they made out some of the words. Oh, my. In the note that Katie wrote to Taylor, along with the olive branch. A it real says, Twitter detective. Hello, old friend. I've been doing some reflecting on past miscommunications and hard feelings between us. I really want to clear the air. I'm deeply sorry. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. So glad this bad blood has appeared to have come to an end. Uh, so that was your um, bad blood report. Entertainment corner. Er. Taylor Swift, August 7th at Heinz Field. Get your tickets. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Bob, we got to do more celebrity birthdays on the show. We want to try to be more like typical morning radio shows. Oh, yeah. So randomly uh, throughout the show, we we want to try to keep sprinkling in uh, celebrity birthdays. So mm. we just want to try to be like typical morning radio shows. So we'll keep do, listening. We'll do our best. To find out what famous person celebrates a birthday today. <laughs> Okay, we love to make fun of the news for things like this. A lot of times the news will... 
like see a video on YouTube. Maybe it's a producer or something. They see a couple videos of kids doing something, teens doing something. And then all of a sudden the news will be like, this is it. This is the new challenge that teens are doing. But it could be dangerous. So then we get like, uh, then we then we get news teases that are just over the top. Like, uh, like this one. Don't go to bed before you see this one. Yeah. The deodorant challenge. Have you heard of it? You might want to. Oh. It's leaving children oh. with holes in their arms. Okay, I mean, that is oh, just God. ridiculously over the top. First of all, it's... But listen, people are stupid enough to be like, oh my gosh, the news told me I can't go to bed until I see this. Kids are getting holes in their arms. Oh, it's what just. What is this? Oh. All right, so this is the deodorant challenge. A dangerous craze is now catching on among teenagers, and it's spreading like wildfire. It's not. On social media. <laughs> it's not. Like it's wildfire. now called the deodorant challenge, and here's how it works. Yeah, here we go. Here's the explanation of the deodorant challenge. Teenagers spray aerosol deodorant onto their skin at close range, then compete with one another oh, to boy. see how long they can stand the freezing spray. There it is, the deodorant. Deodorant challenge. Contest. Leaving holes in your children. Why on earth would someone burn themselves like this for fun? Well, they did it so the news could call it a challenge and they could make the news. That's it. Well, I just don't have an answer. The deodorant, a.k.a. aerosol challenge, has been around for a while and has left children with second-degree burns. It has not been around for a while. Teenagers want to see how far they can go. These stupid social media challenges are frankly tainting a generation and this year in news. Uh, They're definitely not tainting a generation. (laughs) Tainted generation. Nope. The entire generation (laughs) is not tainted by these challenges. It's nope. not tainting the news. Uh, uh, listen, you are the news. You Just, have a choice to you, cover it. If you see a couple of videos of kids spraying deodorant on their arm, even if they are burning themselves a little bit, don't cover it like it's a thing. <laughs> it's not ruining the news. You are by covering it. You made it a challenge. Oh Kids eating Tide Pods, snorting condoms, yeah. touching hot stove coils. Yeah, all of those things may be somewhat normal things that stupid kids do when they grow up, you know. Uh, it's not this generation. Every generation is stupid. Every single generation has stupid people. Now, though, kids just put it online so we see the stupidity. This generation is not stupider than the last. And that that generation wasn't stupid. Every generation has stupid freaking (laughs) morons in it. But now, with technology, we can see the morons. We can see the stupid idiots that are doing things like this. It's not tainting a whole generation. The news is tainted by reporting on things like this. And sharing it all for the world to see. Oh, yeah. Right about now, you might be scoffing, thinking, my child would never. The most dangerous thing is the parent who thinks that it's not my kid. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Parents' fault. Whoa. Parents' fault now. Whoa. Parents, you think your teen is safe from the deodorant challenge. Wait, which parent just sits, sits there and goes, yeah, my kid's a moron. My kid is doing, yep, yep. <laughs> Like what? What the a most dangerous story. The most dangerous thing might be the parents who think that their teen is immune to the deodorant <laughs> challenge. So if you've already told your teens not to eat detergent or douse themselves in lighter fluid, now you can add "don't burn yourself with deodorant" to the list. No, how about now? The deodorant challenge—a yeah. real thing, or did the news, like every other challenge? 
see a couple of videos online, freak the hell out, make it up as a challenge. A story all so, parents must yeah. see. So they can tease in <laughs> before bed. So they can freak out people with a news tease like this for ratings. Don't go to bed before you see this oh, one. Oh, don't go the to bed. The deodorant challenge. Oh. Have you heard of it? You might want to. It's leaving children with holes in their arms. Don't go to bed! <laughs> your teen could be doing the deodorant challenge! Do you want to wake up with your child having holes in their arms? A woman in Iowa called 911 because of her toilet. All right. It's kind of a story that makes our show. Let's see what we got here. Well, it can be frustrating when your TV stop works, stops working or maybe your toilet's clog. But instead of a technician or a plumber, one Cedar Falls woman called 911. Police say 54-year-old Loretta Jones called 911 last month. Can't call 911 on a, on a clogged toilet, right? Those, That's are, not, those are your own logs. It's not an emergency. Two times because she couldn't get her TV to work, yeah. and then three times because yeah. her toilet wouldn't flush. Wow, she clogged it three times, though. This lady's really, I mean, <laughs> she's really doing work there, right? <laughs> the toilet turkey. She insisted police come and help her out, and they say alcohol was a factor in this case. Okay, alcohol was a factor, so does this... This lady just get drunk and then clog her toilet and then she's just drunk with a, an overflowing toilet or a clogged toilet like is she trying and to then, flush things there's no way this woman humanly can clog the toilet three times uh, in one day listen maybe when she drinks alcohol her her bowel <laughs> movements are more impressive than when she's sober so maybe when she drinks she's like oh god i hope it doesn't clog it again but you know she's eight beers deep and then all of a sudden it's like oh gosh it won't flush take a listen to uh, some of the calls oh wait hold on we have some of the 911 call hammered call oh, yeah what a treat this is okay this is a woman in iowa who called 911 because she clogged her toilet 911 what's the exact location of your emergency my emergency is there's no uh i cannot do the toilet <laughs> <laughs> Did I catch it, Doe? Doe. Did she? I don't know what that was. My emergency is I I cannot do the toilet. My emergency is there's no. Uh, I cannot do the toilet. My emergency is there's no. Toilet, Doe. I cannot do the toilet. Walk again. Walk again. Maybe she thought you made brown toilet, Doe. Uh, I cannot do the toilet. I cannot do the toilet. Uh, I cannot do the toilet. How many beers deep? Third time today. Toilet though. I I, I cannot do the toilet. <laughs> A lady called 911 and told the operator, I cannot do the toilet. <laughs> and Jones was found guilty for false reporting to oh, 911 no. and had to pay a fine. Chief Olson wants to remind people they yeah. do have a non-emergency number. Yeah. That you should call instead. I love that they probably gave her the, the, the number just like, listen, okay, if you ever have toilet problems. Man. Uh, I cannot do the toilet. <laughs> I cannot do the toilet. Don't call 911 if you clog your toilet. No, no. Call Matt Mertz. Drains, clogs, backed up, logs, toilet dough, Matt Mertz. <laughs> Mikey and Bob, 96 one kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Measy tweets us here. I also vote that Barrel Chevy now. Adds Mikey and Bob air dancers shaped like them outside. Wow. 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 Okay. The air dancers, which I've... We've described before that those air dancers, you know, the big things that have the blowing arms and, you know... Yeah, yeah. That's how I look when I dance. Like, one of those air dancers you usually see outside, like, car dealerships and stuff. 
Uh, I, is it possible to get a Mikey and Bob shaped air dancer? Do they make fat ones of those? I don't, I've never seen a fat one. They're always just tall and like skinny. They look like pencils. Like a wide one with really stubby arms. <laughs> How great would that be, man? <laughs> just shakes a little bit. Doesn't really go nuts. Well, I think they make those though, so they're taller, and you know people see them from the road, and that gets them in. So maybe my air dancer. At Barrel Chevy could distract people, so they'd be like, "What the hell? That's a really tall air dancer there." And then when they get in, they're like, "Oh, he's got a he's got a chubby friend too." It's like, "Oh my god, that one's fat." You're not moving as fast as me, and like you only move for thirty seconds, then you take a two minute break. <laughs> I deflate, and then you move for thirty seconds more, and then you stop working, and then you go thirty more seconds. <laughs> we need to work on that. That's next. Uh, Penguins have their locker cleanout today, right? Uh, yeah. Offseason yeah, yeah. kind of officially beginning for the uh, Penguins after they were eliminated by the Capitals. Penguins offseason uh, locker cleanout day uh, today. NHL free agency starts July 1st. Woo! Woo! Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, who plays for the San Francisco Giants now, will be in town this weekend as the Giants will be taking on the Pirates. Rob Beer Temple from The Athletic sat down with uh, Andrew McCutcheon and asked him uh, if he's ready to return to Pittsburgh. Kutch said, I don't have a choice, so ready or not, here I come. I'm looking forward to it. I don't think about it too much. I just like to let it happen when I get there. But I know it's going to be pretty welcoming. Uh, He was asked would he be able to keep his emotions in check this weekend. Kutch said it's something you can't predict. I've never been in this situation before, so I don't know what to expect. I don't know what my emotions are going to be like. Uh, this is Rob Beer Temple from The Athletic sitting down with uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Cutch tears. Uh, he was asked, how much does he keep in touch with his former teammates? Cutch said, the two guys I talk to most are Jay Hay and Sean Rodriguez. But he gets random texts from other guys on the team. This right here is my favorite part of the entire thing that Cutch did with Beer Temple in The Athletic, right? Mm-hmm. This part right here. Cutch said, Josh Bell sent me a text the other day when they were in Milwaukee. There's a restaurant there called carnivore yeah if you eat there often enough you get your own personal knife with your name on it i don't know how long it took me to get one but it took me at least five or six years they were talking about josh bell getting one last year and we were all like he better not get a knife he hasn't even been in the league for a full year so he texted me a picture of his knife with his name engraved on it and i was like you got to be kidding me he joked about that because he knew i'd be salty jay hay just got his knife this year too He's like, dang, I've been here how long? It's all fun. We're all laughing. Those relationships don't change just because you're someplace else. So, wow. How does Josh Bell get his own carnivore knife in Milwaukee? King of meat. When it took Kutch five or six years. Maybe Josh Bell is just going there ordering aggressive amounts of meat because he knows he wants to get that knife. Like, he knows he's going he's gonna to be in the league for a while. He's young. He wants to get that knife. He knows he's going to be making plenty of trips to Milwaukee. Well, unless he gets too good, then he might be traded to, you know, a team that doesn't play Milwaukee. Yeah, but that knife's good anywhere. That's right. He can cash that in at any time. Uh, Kutch was asked, this is an interview he did with Rob Beer Temple in The Athletic. He was asked, are the Pirates justified to be, uh, Pirates fans justified to be upset by roster moves or in some cases lack of moves over the past few years? Kutch said they had a reason with everything that transpired in the offseason. At the same time, you realize... That's part of it. They're doing a heck of a job over there because they're playing good ball, and you have to acknowledge that. They're battling, and they're winning more often than not. All right, that should be the Pirates' tagline right there. 
buy your season ticket packages, Pirates Baseball. Look what Cutch said. We're currently <laughs> winning more often than not. He said, I also do understand there's a side of me uh, not being there and Garrett Cole not being there. Garrett's doing pretty good over there in Houston. Uh, I understand. I get it. I get the fan side, but, you know, it could be a lot worse than what it is this year. I think that's another Pirates tagline. Pirates fans, buy your season tickets. It could be a lot worse than what it is. Right? Cutch is really throwing out marketing, full marketing campaigns for the Pirates. That one would work for like one of their six-game packages. A six-game package? Like a fireworks package, maybe? Still get in, Pirates fans. (laughs) It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. We could force you to watch Pirates baseball and then not give you fireworks. But if you buy this six-game season season package, you could get fireworks. Pirates fans, they're winning more often than not. So welcome back, Cutch, this uh, this weekend, and cheer him on, or don't, I don't care. Go Cutch. He's a nice gentleman, and uh, I wish the best for him. And the Pirates won yesterday, 10-6 to in Chicago versus the White Sox. Uh-huh. Ivan Nova threw 51 pitches in the first inning. They were down 4 to nothing. Then the Pirates scored four runs in the second inning. The first two innings took well over an hour. <laughs> I can't watch that. No. That is unwatchable to me. That is painful. So welcome back, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, this weekend. And definitely check out Rob Beer Temple's full uh, talk with Kutch on the uh, Athletic. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. We get new uh, Selena Gomez music tomorrow. Uh, I think she's coming out with a new song called Back to You. Uh, It's going to be part of the 13 Reasons Why Season 2 soundtrack. You watch that show, 13 Reasons Why, on Netflix? No. Yeah, neither have I. Hers is good, though. I was talking to Tall Kathy yesterday. She said it's awesome. My wife, Jamie, watches it. I haven't seen it yet, though. No, not, not for me. Uh, the last uh, show I watched on Netflix, dude, I watched Lost in Space. You know that old-ass show from, like, I don't even know. When's the original Lost in Space? 60s? Probably. 50s? Yeah, yeah, why? Did you watch the old ones or like no? They, oh God, new no! One? I can't stand watching old TV. Like I can't watch even like anything from the eighties. Like I don't even really watch like nineties shows that so much. So they anymore. remade Lost in Space. Yeah, I think they actually remade it before in maybe early two thousands. I don't know where it was, but I think they already remade it before. But they did like it's on Netflix now. Brand new series, rebooted. Still's got the robot that says Danger Will Robinson. Oh. Uh, it was pretty good. Anything that has to do with space. I say, is it just space? That yeah, it's just space. Drew you in? Like, that's what drew me in. It's like, just like, all right, they're on a, some planet and they're lost in space. I'm like, all right. It could not be that good. It's just space draws you in. Yeah, I, I do. I know you like space. I fall in a Netflix like space wormhole. I was talking to our boss, David, about this yesterday. Because he said that he prob he he probably has like a same like list of things on Netflix like I do. I'll I'll get sucked into not only space movies, but like any sort of documentary. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Cosmos, I'll be like, I'll I'll sit there and watch that all day. I watched a documentary, Netflix before, on the Voyager spacecraft. Oh my gosh. It was like an hour and a half. It was amazing. That's some real dad stuff, man. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, is that what it is? And, yeah. Like, you're close to, like... Is watch- that, like, dad powers? You're close to, like, watching, like, war documentaries and stuff like Ooh, that. Ooh, man. 
Like that's next for you. Actually, that's weird. My wife Jamie watches that stuff all day, man. She watches that stuff all day. Like old war stuff, old like like World War documentaries, like documentaries about like, you know, crazy Nazi stuff that happened. She'll sit there and watch history stuff all day. I don't really get into that stuff, but if it's got space to do with it, all in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch any of that stuff. I don't like space. Uh, Speaking of dad talk here, Casey sent us a tweet. My dad was outside doing yard work. Must have been catching up on your guys' podcast. Hopefully shirtless. Because he just randomly sent me a YouTube link. It was to the best burger song. (laughs) Okay. Uh, this has become a part of the show since uh, Bob said this would be his theme music. Uh, burger hum, burger hum, burger hum. It's amazing. Hum, uh, hum, uh, hum, uh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Big Mac, Big Imagine Mac. Imagine a dad Mac, listening Mac, to this whopper, doing yard whopper, work. Whopper, whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Probably Mac. Probably cut the lawn like three times as fast. Mac, Shirtless. Let that beat drop, Dad. Wearing a pair of white not Nike Air Monarchs. Casey said another tweet. <laughs> Update on my dad. He bought the song on Amazon and made it his ringtone wow. and said, now I can't wait for someone to call me while I'm at work. <laughs> Gosh, man. All right. Well, salute to Casey's dad, who now I, has uh, this. I think, I think I love your dad. Has his ringtone. Humber, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. Humber, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. Humber, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. Big Mac, Whopper. Yeah. Big Mac. Good stuff right there. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan rapper Ghostface Killa is 48 years old today. <laughs> Time to get to some Facebook comments. Always brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Coach Cower celebrating a birthday yesterday. 61 years old. Happy birthday, Bill Cower. Yeah, yeah, sure. Used to be head coach of the Steelers, of course. Uh, the Steelers wished him a happy birthday on their Facebook page. Beware. Oh, and we read we the comments. to a very deep, oh. dark place on the internet. Everyone is a GM. Yep. Everyone is a coach. Yep. Everyone is going to get traded. Everything, Everything sucks. Not. It's time for Steelers Facebook comments. This is special. Bill Cower celebrates a birthday. Birthday boy. Steelers wish him a happy birthday. Then we read the comments. Mark H. Tomlin won his rings with Bill Cower's team. (laughs) Tom M. My God. If only you would come back and replace the sorry excuse for a head coach we have now, we would actually win another title before Ben retires. He didn't even tell him happy birthday. Dave L. Still have the helmet you came over to sign for me at training camp. Happy birthday, coach. He's he's not reading these, so you're going to have to thank him for the helmet. Like Coach Cowher's not reading his birthday Facebook comments. At the, you know, 2002 training camp. Ginger C., you'll always (laughs) be lovingly known as angry face to me, but happy birthday. Angry face? Terrell T., need him back. Fire Tomlin. Mark K, 
If Cowher had a slightly above average quarterback from 1992 to 2004, Steelers would have 11 rings now. Wow. 11 rings? 11 rings. 11 rings now. Because Coach Cowher. One for the big toe. I'm telling you, man. All he needed was a quarterback. Hands are full. One for the big toe. One for the toe. Could you imagine? If Coach Cower all those years had a legit quarterback, oh my God. not dealing with Cordell Stewart, oh. not dealing with Neil O'Donnell, uh-uh. not dealing with no Bobby Brister no. ass, Hell nothing no. like that, not dealing with no Tommy Maddox, uh-uh. could you imagine if Coach Cower had a legit <laughs> superpower like Ben all the time at quarterback, 11 rings for the Steelers. One for the toe. Print the strip district t-shirts, one for the big toe. Just a, a strip district shirt with two hands with all rings that just says, hands are full. Oh, unbelievable. Steelers got to win 11 rings. This is our Steelers Facebook comments after they wished Coach Cower a happy birthday. Damon T, happy birthday, Coach. Miss you. Tomlin pisses me off sometimes. We in good hands. All right. Donnie C. Is that like a tax exchange happening? What the hell is that? Donnie C., Mr. Beer Coward, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Many more. Beer? Keep in touch from Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> Mr. Keep <Beer>. in touch. <laughs> he called him Mr. Beer Coward. And he put a D on the end, too. <laughs> Mr. Beer Coward, <laughs> happy birthday. Many more. Keep in touch. I'm sure he will. Donnie C. on the Steelers Facebook page. Alan L., happy birthday, coach. In my opinion, you're 10 times the coach Tomlin is. You should have never left. Chris E., happy birthday, Coach Cower, a.k.a. The Jaw. The Jaw. The Jaw. Was his nickname the Chin? The chin? Right, am I high? The chin? No, no, they the call chin. him the Chin, the right? Because he stuck his chin out when he was angry or about to right the Chin. The jaw. The jaw. Happy birthday, Cower, aka Beard. The jaw. Mr. Beer. Happy birthday, Coach Cower, aka Mr. Beer Coward. <laughs> Marcos G. Have a kicked ass birthday from Mexico City. Tomlin sucks, man. Give us a president and come back, couch. Happy birthday, Bill. Couch. Yeah, he called him a couch there. Happy birthday, beer coward. I'm so sorry, though. I'm sorry that I let you down. Mike and Bob, 96 I Kiss. It's the uh, morning freak show. We were just reading uh, Facebook comments after the Steelers wished. Uh, their former head coach, Bill Cower, a happy birthday yesterday. Cower turned uh, 61, I think. Matt tweets here, we shall no longer refer to Bill Cower as Coach Cower. He shall now be call- called Couch Bill Cower. I screwed it up, man. Come on. It's a lot to take in. I'm reading a lot here. <laughs> couch Beer Coward. All right. It was a lot funnier if I would have just read it cleanly the first time. I I blew it. Christy tweets, Chower's birthday comments are the best. Now I'm just imagining adding one for the big toe to the Here We Go song. If Coach Chower would have had a uh, legit quarterback, 11 rings for the Steelers. 
Clay tweets us, got a question for you guys. If there was Facebook in the early Cower era, would these same fans just be saying, bring back Chuck Knoll? 100%. 1,000%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 1,000%. I wonder how Steelers fans were in the 70s. Or like the 60s. Like, were they insane? Like, there was no way to document things because there was no social media. But if you're in the bar the Monday after a Steelers loss or something like that, like, what's it like? People lose their minds just as much as they do now, but there's just no... It's just public Facebook comments? Yeah. Uh, Riz tweets us here. I just realized that Matt Murray got two cups thanks to Marc-Andre Fleury is literally the hockey version of Tomlin won with Cowers players. Yep. We made that connection on the show yesterday. Flurry's cups. Hockey now has <laughs> their own version in Pittsburgh of Coach Tomlin won a Super Bowl with Cowers players. Matt Murray won Stanley Cups with Mark Andre Flurry. Like that's it. It's the hockey version of it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hockey, the Penguins have locker cleanout day today, so we'll see. I don't know. When's the injury report come out? That's what I'm waiting for. I want to hear injuries. That's got to be coming soon, right? Probably today, I would think, right? Yeah. It's the last, like, media day, I think. Uh, Colin Dunlap tweeted a picture out. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? It's, it's the best. Uh, he tweeted out, some of the Penguins played golf with Shenderovich and Shenderovich yesterday. Our boys, man. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Where's Fishman, by the way? I don't see Fishman. Fishman isn't in the picture. So it's the twins, our lawyer friends. They're posed up, man. Shenderovich and Shenderovich. What with, a pose, too. How many guys? There's probably 10 Penguins players with them on a golf course. Jake Gensel is in the middle of the twins. Shenderovich and Shenderovich. Jake has his sleeves rolled up, so it's <laughs> gun show time, and Jake's almost like flexing. It's incredible. See Connor Sherry, Olimata's there, and in the background, I, I there's probably seven Bud Lights in that picture. Some that are being held by Penguins players, is some she, that are just scattered on the lawn at the golf course. Is Sherry like the third brother, like the younger brother there? Could be. Like he, looks, like Sherry Connor Sherry could be a third twin. He looks like he could be in the family, right? Yeah. What a pose. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's the best. So those guys get eliminated by the Capitals. And so many fans get all down and are just going to be like depressed because the Penguins didn't want to come. These guys are out the next day golfing. Even knowing full well that that's the joke when your team gets eliminated. Just have them Like, well, it's time to golf. These guys don't even care. They went golfing. You know why? Because it's a job. Fear it up. I love it. Okay. It's like, imagine... Imagine getting fired from your job. Uh, getting fired is not the right thing to do. Imagine like being laid off for your job for a couple months, right? And you, you know you're going to be back in a couple months, but you're going to have a couple months off. The day after you get, you know, kind of let go for a couple months. And you're set with money. Everything's good. You have you, it all planned out. No reason you shouldn't go golfing and have beers, right? Because not that serious. I'll be back in a couple months. See you later. Jake Gensel gun show in between Shenderovich and Shenderovich is maybe the Penguins did need to lose. 
Maybe this is the start of a magical Penguins offseason where they don't have to worry about their day with the cup. They just have to worry about golfing with Bud Lights and the Twins. What a picture. Call Shandorovich. Shandorovich and Sherry. (laughs) Dude, Sherry, man, he's in. Sorry, third. So, sorry, Fishman, if you're listening. If you're out, buddy. It might be Connor Sherry is the I, third twin now. I mean, you're a nice guy and all, but third twin now. Peekaboo, right? Peekaboo. <laughs> Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. We have a peekaboo going on right now. There's a window washer right outside the studio on the big gold shiny DV building next to the parkway. This guy is pulling some moves out here, man. Is he's he just about to wash by, it? by a crotch harness. <laughs> he's not on like one of those things where you stand or anything. There's got to be like a, a scaffolding. Is that what they call it? There's yeah. got to be a scaffolding out there. No, got to be a scaffolding look, out there. he's got a harness around his crotch. This is distracting. I cannot continue the show with this guy washing our window. He's right in front of our face. He's like two feet from you, Bob. I'm distracted by your your free-flying crotch, sir. Now, look, he's got to have a scaffolding down there. it has got to be. Hey, what do you think? He's just harnessed to the side of the building? Uh, and by the way, why is he just dressed like a regular guy? Why don't we get superheroes like the kids at Children's Hospital, right? Yeah, you're right. What an avenger. Our building should really have thrown in for that. You know what? i got to be honest. I think every window washer should have to wear a costume, Okay. Maybe that's just me, but I think the kids over at Children's Hospital, when they get the windows washed at Children's Hospital, as is, is very well documented in this city, yeah, uh, the window washers dress up like superheroes. Makes the kids happy. Why don't adults get to be happy, too? I'm not taking away from the kids. It's, it's absolutely awesome, but there's a lot of adults, too, who are trapped in office jobs that are in pain, too. Mental pain. Mental torture of having to deal with coworkers having reports due by the end of the day, need something to brighten up their day. Window washer and costume, right? Mm-hmm. This dude is really getting his, he is squeegeeing the hell out of that window there. Now, can he see us? He's got to be able to see us, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, I know, like, our windows aren't completely see-through, but I mean, he's right next to you. He's got to be able to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think so. I wonder if he's know, looking right in there just going right. like, wow, that's Mikey and Bob's studio. They, they do that from a closet? You think that guy listens to our show, window watching guy? I feel like he listens to our show. And there he goes. He's gone. That was fun. Wow. Should have showed him a nipple, man. Yeah, I feel that like guy's I, not seen a nipple all day. I feel like I let him down now. All right. Well, if he pops back up, show him a nippy. Did he get that side of the window? Uh yeah. All right. If he go, if he goes to the other side, if he goes down there, if we see him in that window, pop a nippy out for him. Let him know we're. We're we appreciate him. him. I appreciate you. Even if you aren't in costume. Uh, Variety did a report on uh, movie star salaries being revealed. Do you see some of these? Daniel Craig is getting $25 million for the next Bond movie in 2019. People like Bond movies that much? Well, good for Daniel Craig. See, the thing is, is they don't want to roll the dice and have a new Bond and then because it just won't work at all. Get a new James Bond, then you're rolling the dice. You know you're going to have Daniel Craig as James Bond. He's going to be solid. The movie's going to make millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. You'll be good to go. So if he says, because I remember after the last Bond movie, he's like, I'm done playing James Bond. I had enough of this crap. Yeah, $25 million? You're in. All right. 007, back in it.
Uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is getting $22 million for Red Notice, which comes out in 2020. What the hell what is that? that? What is that? Look, look that notice? up. What is Red Notice? And a lot of people were reporting on this yesterday because this seemed to be a big thing. Uh, the Rock, in his movie contracts, has a $1 million social media fee. So if they want their mo- a movie promoted that he's going to be in on his Twitter, his Instagram, and everything like that, eh, an extra million dollars for The Rock. What is Red Notice that comes uh, out in 2020? It's based off a popular book about a lawyer that uh, ends lawyer. up in a Moscow prison. Oh. So it's basically going to be like uh, The Rock as a lawyer... Yeah. Moscow prison, yeah, yeah. and then he's gonna rock his way out of it, right? Yeah. He's gonna beat the hell yeah. out of everybody, blow blow the prison up, and kill everybody, and then he's gonna be free. Red Notice. That does not sound like a movie I'd pay The Rock twenty two million dollars to be in. That even sound like a movie I'd want to see. Wait till the trailer comes out, though. I'm gonna be like, oh, we're going to see this one. The Rock's just kicking ass. Uh, yeah, Vin, Vin Diesel got twenty million for the Fate of the Furious in 2017. Vin Diesel. How amazing is Vin Diesel? I mean, that made so much, though. It made over a billion dollars. one, right? Yeah. 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 He got $20 million for that. And then uh, the first female on the list, the highest paid female on the list. Well, he got two. Jennifer Lawrence uh, for Red Sparrow. That movie bombed, didn't it? That was was earlier this year, Red Sparrow, or last year, maybe? She got $15 million for that. And Anne Hathaway... Is getting fifteen million in twenty twenty for Barbie. Wow! Like, is that like real Barbie, like Barbie dolls, or is that just the name of the movie? Look it up. See if Anne Hathaway is legit playing Barbie. Is that going to be like CGI? What is that? Anne Hathaway, fifteen million dollars for Barbie in twenty twenty. And by the way, why are why is The Rock getting $22 million for a Red Notice Russian movie and Jennifer Lawrence getting $15 million for a Red Sparrow Russian movie? It's kind of weird, right? Uh, yeah. And what's Barbie? Yeah, I think it's I think it's based off real Barbie. Incredible. Yeah. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Where'd the window washer go, man? I want him back up here. Vanished. Did he go down or up? Maybe he went to put on a costume. Wow, what if he was listening to our show? Uh, Excuse me. In his headphones. And he was listening to our show, knew we were talking about him, and just happens to have some sort of superhero costume in his truck. Or just a Speedo. Wow. Which isn't a costume. Eh, debatable. What is Flars- Flarsky? What? F L A R. S-K-Y. In reference to what? What Flarsky. What is it? Seth Rogen is getting $15 for Flarsky in 2019 when it comes out. We're talking about actors and actresses that are getting, like, the highest paid actor and actresses in Hollywood. What they're getting paid for movies. Flarsky. Seth Rogen's getting $15 for it. Comes Uh, out next year. Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Okay. Theron. Serious movie then? Um, Seth Rogen plays a journalist Mm. who's had misfortune. And now smokes tons of weed? Probably. It's got to be smokes tons of weed or I'm not in. His endeavors have made him pursue his childhood crush. Smoking tons of weed with... Nope. 
I don't know. Who was his Maybe. babysitter and now happens to be one of the most powerful and unattainable women in the planet. Okay. Played so, by Charlize Theron. Okay, so it's going to be Seth Rogen could never get her, and now he's just like, screw it, I'm going to go for it. Well, yeah. That movie might work if it's Seth Rogen smoking a ton of weed. $15 million for it, he gets. Seems like a bit much. Tom Cruise got $13 million for The Mummy in 2017. Didn't that bomb? Harrison Ford is getting $11 million for Indiana Jones. That comes out in 2020. We still doing Indiana Jones movies? Robert Downey Jr., right, who plays Iron Man, uh, got $10 million to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. That's just like an... He was he just, can make an appearance that, at that's this an, point. That's Iron Man appearance fee right there. Because he's in it. He's, he's almost a secondary character in it. Like, he's not throughout the entire movie. Like, he's a main character, yeah, but it's not his movie. Right, right. That is crazy. He's getting $10 million. He got $10 million for doing Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. You want to know what's you want to know what's upsetting? And I don't know if it's this guy's agent who needs to be fired for this, but this is just... I don't know if it's because he's black. Michael B. Jordan, right? Mm. He played Creed. Yeah, yeah. In like the Rocky kind of spinoff. By the way, Creed was awesome, right? Did you see? It was you good, saw, yeah. That it was a good, good movie. It was good. So they're doing Creed 2. But Michael B. Jordan since then was Killmonger in Black Panther, which was one of the biggest movies of all time. So Michael B. Jordan, hot right now, right? For Creed 2, he's getting 3 to $4 million. What is that? That's it. Back out of that deal right now, That's man. That's it. Like, he deserves to be paid 10 to 15 for that. Yeah, you, you know, Black, Black Panther money, you man. You mean to tell me Seth Rogen's high ass is getting 15 million for Flarsky? And Michael B. Jordan is getting 3 to 4 million for Creed 2? An entire movie that cannot happen without Michael B. Jordan? And Michael B. Jordan has to stay in pristine shape to play Creed. Seth Rogen can be chubby guy who smokes weed for Flarsky. Right? Hey, Mike, Michael B. Jordan deserves to be paid. Like Seth Rogen and Flarsky. Uh, we were talking uh, earlier about a picture of some of the Penguins players like uh, Jake Gensel, Olimata, um, Connor Sherry. Uh, it appeared golfing with or they just saw on the golf course our uh, buddies Shendrovich and Shendrovich from Shendrovich, Shendrovich and Fishman. Our lawyer friends, right? No Fishman, though. Uh, Anthony tweets us here, the best part of the Penguins golfing picture is none of the Penguins have shoes on. They're just enjoying life. And upon further review, some of them are wearing sandals, but it appears that the uh, some of the players are just in their bare feet on the golf course. Yeah, they drank their shoes off. They deserve it, right? And after you get eliminated, you deserve to be on the golf course and drink your shoes off. Good for them, man. Locker clean-out day for the... Uh, for the Penguins today, which means tomorrow on the show we'll have, uh, you know, Penguins goodbye audio of them saying, you know, how they failed and, you know, saying their generic stuff. Possible return of Stone Cold Sidney Crosby for one more time on the show tomorrow, though, right? Uh, yes. Uh, you know what else we need to do for tomorrow's show? Uh, I, I want you to do this, Bob. I want you to try to get audio together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. <laughs> Uh, they may have had some sort of misunderstanding, some beef, some hatred for each other, dislike for each other in the past, right? It appears that is over. Taylor Swift posted on her Instagram story before she kicks off her reputation tour. I think she kicked it off in uh, 
Arizona, right? It's coming here in August. Reputation uh-huh. tour at Heinz Field. Um, Katy Perry sent her an actual olive branch, which oh. symbolizes peace or reconciliation, right? My goodness. So Taylor posted it on her Instagram story. I just got to my dressing room and found this actual olive branch. Oh. This means so much to me. Oh, my goodness. One fan, um, there's like a note. Um, Taylor Swift, what, thank you, Katie, on the Instagram story, the video of it. One uh, one fan seems to have made out some of the words on the note that Katy Perry sent Taylor Swift. says, hello, old friend. I've been doing some reflecting on past miscommunications and hard feelings between us. I really want to clear the air. I'm deeply sorry. I'm sure there's more, but wow. So, of course, a the, lot of people... The beef is squashed! A lot of people think the song Bad Blood that Taylor Swift did was about Katy Perry. So what I want you to get for tomorrow's show, Bob, is all of the different times news reporters from across the country um, <laughs> say... Is the bad blood over between Katie and Taylor? Oh. Because <laughs> you know that's how the news is going to say it. That's going to be their tease. Every setup and is going to be bad blood. Bad blood between Katy Perry and Taylor Swift seems to be over. We'll tell you why. Coming up at five. Every news is yeah. going to do the same read off the same script, and they're going to work in bad blood to it. That's just what they do. Uh, good for them, though. We don't, I mean, listen. We lost Biggie and Pac. R.I.P. We don't need to lose Taylor and Katie. Hell no. So it's good that they seem to have buried the bad blood. Is the bad blood over? We'll what tell you about it. Did you blood. hear the bad blood's done? Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the uh, morning freak show. My brother, uh, Jason, just texted me. He's wondering if there's going to be a uh, YMCA Hoops uh, recap on our podcast today. That's how we started the show. I'm sore because I finally went to the YMCA and played uh, middle-aged man or (laughs) middle-maged. Swear, man. Like, kids, believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. I I can't even talk properly, and I get paid to talk. Middle-maged. Middle-maged man. I played uh, middle-aged man uh, YMCA hoops the other day for the first time. I'm socially awkward, so you know I've 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 talked about uh, playing basketball with others. How I, I'm always scared and nervous to do it because I'm extremely tall, so everybody thinks I might be good. Well, they but, judge you to start out with. See, that's the thing. Yeah. I didn't want to be judged, but then I finally snapped. I finally went and played basketball, and I did horrible, as expected. Hadn't played in three years. Scored one basket in probably an hour and a half. You should have worn horrible. ball shorts. No. Let those guys know who's boss day one. <laughs> Get just really small-fitting shorts? Yeah, yeah, like those soccer umbro shorts. <laughs> umbro shorts? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like the soccer yeah, shorts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need those. Jock strap underneath? No, what? nothing. <laughs> what if I were to wear a jock strap? Over, just, over your shorts. Just warming up, shooting foul shots, just tapping my cup, knocking it. Like, like you, you wait till the, like, you wait till the game starts, then you put the jock strap on over shorts. <laughs> you let everybody pick teams or whatever the hell happened, and then just all right, boy, they got suit up. Hold on. Uh, the ESPN uh, Steelers uh, beat guy, uh, Jeremy Fowler, uh, happened to be playing my first YMCA game, and he kicked my ass. 
got to practice, man. Uh, maybe I'll go today. Maybe I won't. How we'll old see. is he? Our age or is he older? A little bit older than us. He's in his 40s. I looked it up after I played. Because <laughs> I thought, like, yo, did he play like, maybe this dude did is, he play like college basketball or I something? I feel else? like he did. I feel like he might have played, like, college ball somewhere or maybe even high school ball. Because, like, I played high school ball, but I didn't even start. Like, I was awful. I was never good at basketball, you know? Yeah. So when people ask me, like, do you play basketball in high school? I'm like, mm, I mean, technically, yeah, but, like, no. I did. I wouldn't say I played. I practiced and sat on the bench, and I would get in the game if it was like we were up by 15 with a minute left. They'd let me in, and I'd just randomly shoot three-pointers. Maybe it's need that intimidation, man. Yeah. Show Fowler who's boss. What did we do on the show today? Red Coach Cower Facebook comments. That was yeah, fun, huh? for his birthday. Yeah, we did that. It was uh, Coach Bill Cower's birthday yesterday, and we read Steelers Facebook comments. We'll have that video up on our YouTube channel. Um, in a little bit here. Well, it depends on if I want to play basketball today or not because we don't have a producer. Are you are you too sore? No. Well, my body's got to get accustomed to playing basketball though, so being sore can never be an excuse. Maybe man. you need a massage. Get over here. Oh boy. Uh, twelve more chances today to listen for keywords. Ten after every hour through nine p.m. to win a thousand dollars. Got that going on. And five more chances to listen to the station today to win a trip to our iHeartRadio Wango Tango concert out in L.A. Your next chance for that coming up around uh, 1140. Not bad. Anything else we got to uh, tell the kids before we go? Okay. Here? All right, then. HD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get it going.